0: Hi, everyone. I hope that you're having a beautiful day. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the five major emotions that we can experience and how to use them in a positive way. Despite what we've been told, no specific emotion is either positive or negative. It's all in how we use that specific emotion for positive results. So, what we're going to be talking about today is anger, worry, grief, fear, and joy and sadness. We're going to be talking about the subcategories of each of these emotions, as well as the internal organs, so where they're stored and where they're processed, and both the negative and positive uses to these emotions. So we're going to start off by talking about anger. So the subcategories of anger that you can experience are frustration, rage, being annoyed, feeling hostile, judgmental, aggravation, spiteful resentment and even bitterness so anger is actually stored and processed within the liver and the gallbladder and these two internal organs help us process fats within the body. So if we are holding in our anger, or we're using our anger in a negative way, it can impact these two internal organs. You can experience digestive problems, you can experience things like gallstones, and it's said that gallstones are actually concentrated anger stored within the body. Now, if this anger is stored in the body for longer periods of time, what it said is that it can actually turn into cancer. And there are people that I know who have had gallbladder or liver cancer, and their main emotion or the inability to process anger has been a very big or has played a very big role in their lives. So when we're using anger in a negative way, What we're actually doing is we're not able to express it. We're storing it, we're pushing it down, and eventually what happens is it becomes explosive. It can come out in lashing out, passive-aggressive behavior, being overcritical or judgmental, or even self-abusive if it's turned inwards. Now, when we use anger in a positive way, what we're actually doing is we are being assertive. We are using this anger to motivate us. We're using this anger to create healthy boundaries. It's meant to propel us forward in our lives. So this actually can be achieved when you are able to step away from the emotion itself And examine the cause. So, what we're aiming to do is to become reflective, not reactive. Once we understand our anger, we can actually begin to formulate a positive way to express it. So perhaps sitting down and having a conversation with someone, leaving a relationship or a job that no longer serves you, or creating change in your life where you are unhappy. So I want to ask you this question where are you, or sorry, how are you using? your anger. Are you using it as a motivator or are you shoving it down and are unable to express it? Okay, so the next emotion I want to discuss with you is the emotion of worry. Now, when we worry something, this actually means to turn it over and over, to pick it apart, to consider all sides, pretty much to solve a problem. So I want you to think about that for a second as we go into the subcategories. So the subcategories of worry are obsession, anxiety, confusion, overthinking, overwhelm, nervousness, and feeling insecure. So it's the stomach and the spleen that store and process this worry. So when we are using this worry in a negative aspect, what we can actually experience are things like nausea acid reflux, indigestion, and can it also affect our lymphatic system because the spleen is the master controller of the lymphatic system. And when the spleen is not working to its best, I guess you could say, you're going to have a sluggishness of the lymphatic system. The blood is not going to be cleaned properly. And you may actually experience things like swelling in different parts of the body. So using this worry in a positive way, um, we are talking about things like problem solving, putting together presentations, looking for solutions within our family and friend dynamics, or figuring out the next steps to take on our own path, which is where this whole worrying aspect to worry something comes into play. It's all about problem solving. And most of us like to have all the puzzle pieces in front of us in order to make a decision. But unfortunately, it doesn't always work that way. Worry also helps us to have the courage to set healthy boundaries in both our professional and our personal lives. But have you ever considered what happens when we worry over something too much? We start to overthink. We become confused with too many thoughts going on in our head. We become overwhelmed. So I want to ask you this question. Where in your life are you worrying too much? Where is it that you're becoming confused? Where are you using this worry to problem solve and make decisions for yourself? The next emotion I want to discuss with you today is the emotion of grief. So the subcategories of grief are sorrow, loneliness, powerlessness, attachment, codependency, helplessness, and anguish. Now, it's the lungs and the large intestine that help to process and store grief. Now, if you think of these two organs, their main role, I guess you can say within the body, is to bring in the good stuff, right? Like food and oxygen and expel everything that no longer serves. So all the waste products and the carbon dioxide as we breathe out. Now, if we're storing in our grief or if we're holding grief for too long, you can actually end up with conditions like chronic bronchitis or any other lung infection. You can end up with things like asthma And in the large intestine, if you are not willing or able to let go of that grief, it can actually turn into constipation. So when we use our grief in a negative way, what we're doing is we're actually holding on to people, situations, and thought processes that no longer are are needed within our lives, to be honest. Grief is actually an essential part of life, but its purpose is not to stop you from moving forward. But if you look at it as a transition period from one situation to the next. Now, if we're using our grief in a positive way, it allows us to let go. So as I just stated, it's more of a transition period between what was and what is to come. It helps us to dissolve attachments and to flow with life. It opens doors to new and exciting opportunities. So, what I want to ask you is this What are you holding on to that is keeping you stuck in life or is not allowing you to embrace new opportunities that are coming your way? The next emotion I want to talk about is fear. So, the subcategories of fear are nervousness, dread, fright, apprehension unease, and panic. Now, fear is stored within the uh, kidneys and the bladder. And if we are not expressing our fear or not using our fear in a positive way, it can actually lead to kidney stones. Now, like gallstones, kidney stones are considered to be concentrated fear. You can end up with uh, UTIs, swelling, low back pain, Blood in the urine as well. Now, when we're talking about the bladder, and if we're not using our fear in a positive way, you can end up with things like frequent urination, also UTIs, incontinence, or the inability to empty your bladder. So when we're talking about fear in a negative way, I want to ask you this question. Have you ever been in a situation where you were too afraid to make a decision, where your fear was keeping you stuck? So unhealthy fear can actually keep us from experiencing life to its fullest. It doesn't allow us to step outside our comfort zone, to stand up for ourselves, or to connect with others in a healthy way. But if we're using our fear in a positive way, it helps to keep us safe. It reminds us to look both ways before crossing a street It identifies red flags within relationships, especially if we've experienced these red flags before, and who we can and cannot be vulnerable with. So is your fear holding you back from experiencing life, or is it keeping you safe? The last emotions I want to discuss are both joy and sadness, and we're grouping these two together because really they are two sides of the same coin. Too much joy can lead to manic episodes, and too much sadness can lead to depression. So the subcategories of these two, joy would be manic, ecstatic, bliss, happiness, delighted, or feeling merry. And if we're talking about sadness, it would be depression, misery, unhappy, melancholy, or despondent. Now, it's the heart and the small intestine that helped process and store joy and sadness. So the heart is said to be the balance, actually, between joy and sadness when we are talking about the chakra system. We also need to experience one in order to experience the other. How would we know what joy felt like if we didn't experience Sadness. But as I've spoken about already, when there is too much of one or the other, it can actually create an imbalance within the body. So when we're talking about the heart, it can create things like angina, which is chest pain or tightness in the chest, high blood pressure, or valve problems. And when we're discussing the small intestine, it can create things like celiac disease or infections within the small intestine, ability to take in nutrients, IBS, or even ulcers. So when we are using our joy or sadness in a negative way, these can turn into manic behaviors or depression. So what we're actually trying to do is hang on to the highs and not letting go of the lows. Now, I know that some will disagree with me on this, but I do also believe that in some cases, medication is needed to balance out these highs and lows for some. So when we're talking about using joy and sadness in a positive way, we have the understanding that we need to experience both. So if we were experiencing sadness, that in time it will be replaced with joy or happiness. It's about acknowledging what we are feeling and letting it pass as it needs to, not holding on uh, and going with the flow. So now that you have a better understanding of the five major emotions that we can experience in our daily lives, this will help to give you a little bit more awareness of how you are using these emotions. Are you using them in a positive way to move you forward or are they holding you back? So until next time, have a wonderful day.